This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And, well, it's Friday. Time for the wrap, and this week, we're going to do it a little bit differently. Goodbye now is over. That's all. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. It's Friday, and this is the wrap on the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Thank God it's Yeah, Bruce Claggett in for Jazz, and we're going to bring in greatest of all time producers Ryan Lee Hall and Stephen Chang for this round as we talk about some serious questions like in this segment, how do you try to control your swearing in conversations? Yeah, dropping the F-bomb, trying to avoid that, uh, trying to avoid bad language, especially if you work in radio. Well, Research Co-President Mario Kinsenko was on the Jill Bennett Show today talking about their study's findings on where people find themselves swearing the most. We do see that we're more likely to swear when we're in conversations with friends. We're more likely to hear people swearing when we're in conversations with friends. But what's interesting about the numbers is we see a little bit of a trend when it comes to swearing at work. Uh, We have right now... 52% of Canadians who say that they hear people swearing at the office. This is up four points. And we also have 39% who say that they're swearing more themselves when they're at the office. This is up eight points. So uh, I don't know. It's, It's an interesting dilemma because we used to see a situation where you swore more when you were with friends to a lesser extent when you were with relatives. But now we're seeing people swear more often and listen to swear words more often when they're at the office. You know, it's kind of funny because I think about my office places in years gone by. Uh, It's either been in broadcast settings where there are open mics. Bruce, don't ever swear around an open mic. Or in school settings as a teacher teaching high school. Um, You know, you really have to watch it. But that being said, myself, I've got a bit of a potty mouth. But one guy that I know that I've never heard him swear, ever. Ryan Leal. What? what do you think? I never heard you swear. I'm a good boy, Bruce. That's yeah. a lie. <laughs> I'm a good boy. I, I didn't know you were actually a uh, teacher. Yeah, that's, no, that's I taught first. high school in Vancouver. Yeah. Mm. I will also say as well, you are the only host that actually calls us the GOAT producers. I mean, we write it in the rundown every time. Jazz just refuses to read it, so I do appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't expect you to do that. That's actually very but flattering. I don't, I don't yeah. play favorites, right? Uh, I mean, you could say it. Nobody said it. We're your favorites. So swearing. No, seriously, I have never heard Ryan drop any sort of swearing. I can't really do it right now. No, no, I know, but uh, what are your thoughts on it? You know, I think that when you do work in broadcast, I think we're kind of notorious for using, you know, some colorful language in in the producer's pit and whatnot. Uh, I will say, though, with what Mario was saying, I do think people are more likely to do it with with their friends and with people they are comfortable with. If you're talking to a stranger, you're more likely probably not going to drop those few words here because, I mean, you're kind of wondering, you know, what are they going to think? I don't know this person. I just met them. It could also be, you know, a pretty serious conversation. could be something really casual as well. Um, But, no, for sure, in terms of um, swearing, you know, Stephen behind me here is pretty notorious for it. And 
Um, I don't <laughs> well, know. I, hey, 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 well, hey. I, okay, I pick and choose my uh, my moments, Ryan. So don't go around here just like, like falsely accusing me. Wow. Um, I don't know. Today, when we were talking about this segment, you were letting, the, you know, letting go a few a few words here and there. So. And do you have any proof of that, sir? Uh, well, no, no, I didn't think so. No, 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 no. no, no. Bruce no. was there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Jerry if I want to get involved. Um, but I have to, I guess. Uh, Stephen, uh, I've heard uh, I've heard colorful language out of you. Uh, See? I, I, I'm not offended. I do need better vocabulary, if that's what you're saying. You're right. You're not wrong there. You know what? Here's the thing. I do write. Um, I've got a sub stack, and I, I do write, and I use uh, very strong language in that. Uh, I I just do. You swear uh, in your writing? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know, okay. I can. I guess. Um, but when it comes to on-air stuff, uh, obviously I try to avoid it. Uh, I have let a few words slip in the past, uh, never being called out per se. But, um, yeah. Uh, now, Stephen, uh, I've never heard you come close to dropping any uh, blue language on air. But, yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, I don't want to lose my job, Bruce. Uh, there, this is still a professional environment when the mic is on. But behind the scenes, you know, sometimes, like, especially when we work in the radio industry and media, uh, we can get very comfortable with one another, especially in an environment that we work in. Or maybe we're just one of those rare workplaces where you can just uh, let things fly here and there, as long as we're not offending anybody. Uh, I'm one of the types of people that like to believe that profanity can be used in sense um, to, like, I guess to just add emphasis to humor or just add like emotions to like things that we say. But obviously, again, it depends within the context of what we're talking about. Well, absolutely. You know, here's the interesting one. When you become a parent, you have to uh, think about this a little bit more, especially when you have younger kids. Uh, my wife and I did do some thinking about it and it really didn't work. We, uh, we swear as much as anybody else. Uh, around our kid. I have never heard my son, who's now 13 years old, drop any sort of blue language. Not in front of you, but he probably does at school. You think so? I would think so. Probably. You think we were... (laughs) You think Stephen and I at home would be swearing? No, maybe at school? Yeah, you know, maybe. But he wouldn't get in trouble. That's the thing, you know? Uh, We we wouldn't be really all that upset. But no, he uh, he plays it cool and uh, plays it straight, so... At home. At home. At At home, home, probably. You don't know what happens in the mall, Bruce. (laughs) He probably just lets it fly left and right. You just don't know that yet. You don't know. Do kids still go to the mall? Um... Yeah, no. they do. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. I don't know. Um, but that's an interesting one. Uh, as for around microphones, of course, we've all uh, learned to kind of uh, uh, watch it a little bit. But here's the final one I want to ask you on this one. If you don't swear that often, but you use a couple really prime times to drop the F-bomb, I think it can be extremely effective. And I've done that even in, uh, in board meetings uh, back when I had a real important job, uh, you know, where you can actually use uh, that language, drop it, and boy, everybody listens. Ever found that? Well, now that you mention it, Bruce, uh, I've, we've never heard you swear at all, but then it's nice to know that in board meetings, you turn into bad boy Brucey. But uh, it does make sense, like, when you use the, the F word, is one of those words where it's just, there's just so much power into it, uh, especially when you're angry. Like, you just let it out and it just adds so much more weight into the point that you're trying to make, I think. But, I mean, I, I will say as well, I mean, hey, Will Smith does not swear in any of his rhymes, in any of his songs, in any of his rap music. Why? Because I'm pretty sure he, he was talking about it with his mother, and his mom said, hey, if you need to, to swear to, like, emphasize your point, then you probably need to figure out a different way to say it, right? 
Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Will Smith. Uh, you don't like his music? Even, no, not at Brucey. all. Brucey. Even before the instant. Um, but, uh, and me, you know, he's just, yeah, no. Um, interesting. Learning We're going a lot to about continue you with this. We're going to continue with the rap, uh, Ryan Lee Hall and Stephen Chang and myself. We've got another big, important co- uh, question coming up. This one that's going to peel back the layers of the onion. Find out a little bit more about us because we're going to talk about those random things you collect. Stand by for that. Yeah, and the weekend is so close you could almost taste it. Bruce Claggett in for jazz and last uh, segment we're talking about in the rap swearing. We're going to move on to another question. Random things you collect. Because, of course, at this time, every week we take on those questions that really didn't make the list of questions. Um, But in terms of collections, random things. Let's start with uh, Steven this time. Yes. Oh, my God, Bruce. We've, I know one of them, and, but I think we've talked about that all along. You're a collection guy. I, I am, yes. As you've probably seen. You've got a mess around uh, your desk here at work. I, I I would call it more like a lovely display rather than a mess, Bruce. Okay, uh, you've got a shrine around your desk here at work. I'll take shrine. I'll take shrine. I'll accept that. Go ahead and, uh, you know, tell us about it. Okay. Well, on the spot here, Bruce. little pressure. Um, I do like... Having action figures around my desk, I am a huge collector. Um, I don't know, like, I, I just, it motivates me when I work on my desk. Like, just having it around, I like nice displays of 3D models of things. In this case, I like my action figures. I have superheroes, I have professional wrestlers on my desk. Just because it just makes it stand out. And it just makes it look nice. And I just like looking at it when I'm working. keeps me focused. Steven, uh, were you that way as a kid? Oh, Did you collect them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the difference is back then when I was a kid, I played with them. But now I just keep them still. <laughs> I don't I don't play with mm-hmm. my figures anymore. I just keep it displayed uh, just as a visual representation of the things that I'm passionate about. Do you think you're going to be uh, still having a desk like this with uh, action figures in, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 years? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. that That's a part of me, Brucey. You can't take that away from me. No, no, no. That is awesome. No, I love it. Uh, anything else, by the way, because if you have a collection there, I'm thinking you probably also collect something else. Me? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, so it's, it's mostly just figures. figures. Mostly just the figures, yeah. Because if I try to collect anything else, I think I'll just be broke right now. My Marvel or not DC? Oh, don't put me in that spot, Bruce. Okay. <laughs> I think I've seen a little bit of both there. I'm a neutral boy. Okay. Ryan, I I picture you as being a collector. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I wonder with what, right? I, I'm, I am wearing a Blue Jays jersey right now. Yeah. I know this is radio, so the people don't know. I'm wearing a Blue Jays jersey right now. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. actually just got this one. Yep. Um, for the last like, couple of weeks, I think I've just been wearing jerseys almost every single day. I've been getting a lot of compliments from Ben Dooley, from Rob Fay, who's been around. Jazz Johal even mentioned it one day. Like, is that all you own? And the answer is yes. That is actually all jerseys I own. Jerseys are great. What jerseys about the jersey foul? The jersey foul. Okay, so here's how I would describe the jersey foul. So let's say you have a Vancouver Canucks jersey, right? Uh, let's say it's one of the current Canucks jerseys. Blue and green, got the Orca on it, doesn't have the Vancouver word mark on it like they used to. So if you put, say, Trevor Linden on the back of that, yep. to me that's a jersey foul. Why? Because he never wore that jersey. Ah. So if, he, if the player didn't wear the jersey, that's a jersey foul. I don't care if the jersey's fake or whatnot. That doesn't matter to me. But if you're putting a player's name on it, he didn't play in that jersey, it's a foul. I don't know what you're doing. 
you better sort yourself out. What if you put your own name on the back of a jersey? Uh, I mean, if you're like 10 years old, that's okay, I think. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, like, I've never really been a huge fan of that. I don't, yeah, I don't have any jerseys with my own name on it. It's always been a either a blank one or a player's name. I will say as well, this whole sort of conversation about random things that we do collect did start because I again have noticed I sit right behind Stephen yeah. and see his desk every single day, and, and well, you have a lot of things on your desk, Stephen. And, and so Ryan. I I wanted to make this like another jazz. Joel Hall shows, you know, staff meeting like we did have earlier in the week. And oh, my God. That had to do with, with Stephen's chewing. I don't want to, like, you know. What, like an intervention? Pile. Yeah, because Stephen chews a little loud, Bruce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, now you throw this in there, Ryan. That's now actually, you throw this in there. That's Stephen chewing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. I've heard it, but it's See? okay. He's it doesn't bother it. me. He's heard it. Okay, myself, uh, quickly, uh, before we wrap up the wrap, uh, Vans. I've got uh, over 20 pairs of Vans. Uh, the ones that I have today, I'll see if I can hold up my leg Whoa, for you. rich. <laughs> yeah, uh, National Geographic's on them, like the covers of the magazines. Uh, I look for the weirdest, uh, most interesting Vans. Uh, by the way, I'm talking about the shoes, not the vehicles, uh, to wear. That's my thing. That's my deal. And I've been doing that for years. Got my son doing it. Sometimes we would match with uh, nice That's and cute. interesting fans. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever venture into like other sneakers at all? Nope. Jordans? No, nope. couldn't care less. Oh. Nope. I did notice your Hawaiian shirts though, Bruce. Yeah, and yeah. I do. In the summertime, uh, I have the Hawaiian shirts. Goes along with it. My uh, thanks to both of you. 